If your clock radio just went off, uh, you're definitely awake now. <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman encouraging you to live out loud on this Wednesday. I'm Bill Meyer. This is the Faith Radio Network. It's 11 minutes past the hour. Does God have a purpose for business? Bill English, the founder of BibleandBusiness.com, believes he does. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Well, good, Dr. Bill. How's Dr. Bill this morning? I am just, you're a doctor too, so you, no, you can, I'm you don't have to, no, oh, I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, okay, but you are a psychologist, so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got grandfathered in at the master's level in Minnesota before they changed the licensing to only have PhDs and PsyDs, so. Well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give you an honorary doctorate just well, because uh, I, I believe you deserve it. I'll have okay. to ask Dr. Curitan if that really applies. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, last week when you joined us, you, you, you shared the first two parts of a uh, four-part series that you've published on your website. Uh, it's called God's Purposes for Business. Great stuff. Uh, for our Faith Radio listeners who didn't get a chance to hear that interview, uh, can you uh, give a little recap of, of part one and, and two for us? Yeah, so uh, essentially, in, in my study of the scriptures, I have concluded that God has at least four purposes for business, products, passions, profits, and philanthropy. And so products, we, we make products and services that help the community to flourish. Uh, passions, we help people develop their God-given passions and talents to become all that God has intended them to be. Profits are a good and a social good, and profits are necessary for the sustainability of the business and the community. And then philanthropy has to do with uh, giving back to the community so that we uh, achieve dignity for everyone in the community. So let's back up for a second and talk about those earlier, two again, if our, our listeners didn't catch them last week. Sure. Uh, the products that a business makes, um, obviously, there can be products that do good and there can be products that do evil. For example, a, a casino in Las Vegas, um, their their product is, is gambling, uh, which can be uh, uh, very damaging to a society. Uh, pornography. That's a product as well. Uh, again, uh, harming marriages and and uh, you know the view of sexuality. So, uh, how do we determine whether or not a product is uh, good, bad, ugly, indifferent? <laughs> um, how do, how do how do we analyze that? Well, some of, if if it clearly violates scripture, then it's bad, and 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 we shouldn't be engaged in that product. Like I I said last week, you know, we don't develop the Christian Robbers Association, for example. So. We don't, we don't encourage theft or robbing or anything like that. But there are some businesses, I think, uh, Bill, that are going to be in the middle. For example, uh, it is my understanding that a number of small-town theater owners are Christians. If you go around the United States, a number of folks who own theaters uh, are Christians. And yet, when you look at what Hollywood puts out, you kind of wonder to yourself how that can be. Mm. Could a Christian own a bar? Could a Christian own a tobacco shop? Could a Christian own, and the list just goes on and on. And I think that's where we have to just hear the Holy Spirit um, tell us, uh, you know, what types of economic activities uh, in which we should be engaged and not uh, necessarily just have a blanket response for everything. For example, given the amount of gluttony, given the amount of overweightness that we have and overeating, should a Christian own a bakery? And yet we have defended uh, Christian bakers uh, on this program and you know, other programs that Faith Radio has put out. 
also, uh, just because a product or service can be perverted for evil doesn't necessarily mean that engaging in that line of work is inherently evil. Boy, some good ethical questions and some dilemmas when it comes to certain types of products and services. So uh, I think every every Christian who's going to go into business or is in business needs to ask themselves that question. Your movie theater one is a good one. You're, so if you're a small town movie theater owner and you are putting on the screen a film that, you know, a lot of people are going to see and it's going to uh, lead to you earning a profit. And yet uh, the morals of that, the values of that particular film are are antithetical to the gospel. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you know, and, and, and let's let's bring this to home. You know, the Bible talks about those who talk a lot tend to have sin in their lives, or at least we have a greater opportunity to sin. And here we are working in a ministry and talk radio. And so, you know, there's all kinds of businesses and products and services that, like I say, that can be perverted for evil that are not necessarily evil in and of themselves. And I think that that's where the Christian just needs to understand what God's call is on their life. Mm. We're talking to Bill English of BibleandBusiness.com and the part uh, three and four of your series, uh, part three deals with profits yeah. And uh, how, uh, you know, one of the purpose of, uh, purposes of a small business or a big business, frankly, is to earn profits. And in the case of many big businesses, is to earn profits for their shareholders. How does, does profit or the profit motive fit into God's bigger picture? Well, uh, profits provide sustainability for the community and for the business. And by the way, nonprofits have to be profitable, too. They just get their funding from different sources. If nonprofits aren't profitable, then they're not going to last either. So profits provide growth opportunities, which helps uh, sustain uh, the second purpose, which is passions. And they also uh, make sure that uh, you're giving something of value, that uh, people tend to not part with their money unless they are buying a product or a service that is of great value. Uh, at least to them. So uh, how does that fit into the kingdom of God? I think it forces you to offer something that people really want, that they're willing to pay for. And if they are also following God, it's also a, regulate, it's also a good regulator on uh, providing products that enable the community to flourish and that honor the Lord himself. The problem is, it's when Christians get into buying products and services that dishonor the Lord. And uh, boy, we could spend a whole show just on that, I think. And unfortunately, some of us do. Now, profits, you mentioned, can be a, a social good or should be a social good. Right. In, individuals like Bernie Sanders claim just the opposite, they, that profits and the profit motive harms people. How would you respond to that? Well, uh, with all due respect to the distinguished senator from Vermont, I would disagree with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, profits, um, I, he probably is referring to uh, too much profit. And and when we get to philanthropy, uh, I believe that uh, Christian business owners should, should keep an adequate amount of profit around to provide sustainability and growth opportunities. But then if they do have a windfall of profits, they really should give it away. Because uh, profit, you know, wealth is a renewable resource. Profits are a renewable resource. These things can be regenerated in our system. And so to, to hang on to the cash like so many companies are these days, I mean, the balance sheets of so many Fortune 2500 companies are just full of cash. And I understand why they are that way. But for a Christian business owner, I think you, you give it away and you trust the Lord to create the profits in the future. Hmm. Holding on to money. Let's see. Apple? No, they would never do that. No. Uh, Microsoft? <laughs> no. 
Well, they, they got to innovate, right? They got they got to uh, develop. Oh, come on, they got too, over so. forty billion sitting in the bank. Come on, hey, you can, a lot of innovation. Uh, it's <laughs> Eighteen past the hour. We're talking to Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. I made him laugh. That's good. This uh, is the Faith Radio Network. <laughs> Twenty-one past the hour. It's the Faith Radio Network. Bill Meyer with you this morning. Hope you're having a great Wednesday so far. My guest, Bill English of BibleandBusiness.com. We're talking about God's purposes for business. And before the break, Bill, we started to talk about charitable giving or philanthropy. Why is that such a critical role uh, in the life of any Christian, the life of any business, particularly? You know, I read a book called The Dignity of Difference by Jonathan Sachs, a Hebrew rabbi. Uh, and he had, by the way, in Chapter 4, one of the best primers on capitalism I've ever read. But in Chapter 5, he talked about this concept uh, that they have in Jewish thinking that combines both uh, charity and justice into the same concept. And basically, the outworking of that concept was this, that it is a failure of society, and I would reinterpret that as a failure of the church, uh, to have people who are so destitute that they lack basic dignities of life. And so business, I think, is there. Uh, after reading that book, this is where I came up with the uh, philanthropy idea. Uh, business really is there, created by God, in part to make sure that the poorest among us still enjoy the basic dignities that society offers and that they are able to fully participate, at least at a, at a basic level, uh, with dignity. And I, I keep coming back to that word. It's, it's something that uh, we as Christians ought to be concerned about, and it is something that businesses ought to be concerned about because business is the source of all wealth. There isn't a ministry going uh, in America today that isn't funded ultimately by a business. And so it just seems to me that we ought to take our, our call of God seriously to make sure that those who are poorest and destitute among us are not left that way. That would be the good old-fashioned uh, uh, laissez-faire idea. But uh, I don't think that's a Christian idea. I think we help out our brothers who are in need, and we make sure that they have the basic dignities of life. And let me take that a step further. Uh, in our charitable giving, and if we have a business for a business owner and we put aside part of our profits to give, we also need to be very discerning in where we give and what organizations we give to. Because And, and there's easy ways to find out. I mean, there's uh, Charity Navigator and GuideStar and some of these different organizations that Actually, and what's the uh, evangelical group uh, for uh, accountability? Uh, evangelical Fu- Council on Financial Accountability. Yeah, for for people that are giving to a, a parachurch organization, don't just blindly give your dollars to somebody that sends you a letter with uh, a lot of blue underlines on it. I mean, you, you need to know what that organization stands for, what their mission statement is, what they're doing, and how they're spending your money. Correct. Chances are you will give to organizations that are both reputable and that you have a passion for about their cause. 
Uh, I think the ultimate decider on who you give to is God himself. You go to God, you hear the voice of God, and you give as he directs. And to me, that, that's, that's how it should be. And he certainly, in his word, gives us those principles uh, that are so key to uh, you know, seeking wisdom, to be discerning in uh, how we spend our money, how we spend our time, and being good stewards in all areas of life. Yep. Bill English of BibleAndBusiness.com. Thanks for your time this morning, Bill, and for your great insights on, on these very important issues. Well, you're welcome. You have a good day. All right. 25 past the hour. You're listening to the Faith Radio Network.